Pirates versus Tyrants. This is the Tom Wren Show, where we practice piracy on the enemies of freedom and liberty. Welcome to the show, and good day to everybody. I hope everybody's having a wonderful day. Uh, you know, it's it's another day in paradise, another day fighting the bad guys, and boy, there's a lot of fighting. I want to start the show out with something that I don't think we've talked too much about. I mean, we've hinted around it, we've kind of beat around the subject a bit, but uh, I want to talk about the distraction strategy, right? We got this, distra- the distraction strategy, and we talk about it in uh, secondary terms a lot, right? We talk about hearings and this and that and other and all the things that they do in Washington to avoid doing anything, right? Yeah, they do all sorts of things to avoid doing anything of substance. And this is what happens. And we've got a wonderful, wonderful example of this right now, right? And I want you to be ready because this is going to be a direction that you wouldn't normally expect, uh, at least not from me. Uh, yeah, this is, uh, I think some of you guys are going to be pretty, pretty surprised by this. So I want to, I want to show you guys. So I got right here. I've got a headline, uh, headline, Anthony Fauci accused of perjury. Former white house doctor lied under oath about funding gain of function research in China, which is feared to have started the COVID pandemic Republican Senator claims. This is the daily mail, right? And, uh, if you look at this, this is about Rand Paul, uh, and he's he's calling for Fauci's testimony to be investigated. Okay, so he's not calling for Fauci's prosecution. He's calling for Fauci's testimony to be investigated. Uh, he's got they got all these emails that that show that Fauci quite clearly perjured himself. I don't know how anybody could even be really talking about this. But uh, he called for an investigation. He, he, <laughs> so here we go. We have Rand Paul writing a letter to Merrick Garland, the most corrupt uh, DOJ leader in the history of the DOJ, asking for uh, an investigation. How'd that investigation work out with Hunter Biden? That worked out well. Uh, the, yeah, told the guys, okay, investigate, but don't talk to Hunter Biden. Uh, yeah, this is uh, this is really an interesting thing. Now, I'm going to tell you guys something. Here's where I want you all to brace yourself, okay? I don't think there's any question that Anthony Fauci probably belongs in jail for the rest of his life, plus some. He should then be buried under the jail. But Anthony Fauci is a distraction. We need accountability but Anthony Fauci doesn't work for the federal government anymore. Anthony Fauci is long, long gone, right? So he's not there, but we're going to spend a bunch of time and effort trying to get Merrick Garland, the most corrupt attorney general in history, to investigate, which will all that investigation will end up doing is serving to exonerate Anthony Fauci because that he'll make sure that that's what it does. Uh, to investigate a guy who doesn't even work for the government anymore. Meanwhile, I don't see anything in this article. Let's look here. Um, Let's see. Is there anything in here that talks about the COVID vaccines killing everybody, died suddenly, or the fact that they're now integrating mRNA and gene therapy tech into the food supply and into uh, mosquitoes? 
Uh, let's see here. No, still nothing. No, nothing. Look at uh, just to show you. Look at uh, uh, my friend, the vigilant fox, suggested that I uh, show more screenshots. So here I'm. I'm looking down. Do you see anything here? Nope. 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 Um, nope. Nothing. Nothing, folks. I'm looking, and uh, nothing in here about Rand Paul calling for the immediate halt of all mRNA vaccines and gene therapy tech. None. But we're going to talk about Anthony Fauci perjuring himself, uh, despite the fact that he's no longer even working for the government. This is a just absolutely classic case of pandering. I don't need pandering. I want action. I don't want to hear about Anthony Fauci unless it's we're going to put him in jail. I don't need any more investigation on anything related to Anthony Fauci. Okay, let's investigate more about things like this. Now, let me show you this wonderful little spreadsheet I've got here. I have here a wonderful spreadsheet, and this shows federal grants and contracts related to EcoHealth Alliance. And as you can see, there are a lot of them. And I want you guys to see when we look at this, right? So, I mean, I don't know how many there are total, but uh, I want to look over on the left side of this. And, you, you know, for those of you on the radio, I know you can't see this, um, but what you're looking at here is a spreadsheet. And uh, it, it's got a list of all the federal grants and contracts going to EcoHealth Alliance. And at the top of the list are a series of grants coming from the DOD. Uh, we have a bunch of them going from DOD, Defense Threat Reduction Agency, uh, DOD, uh, just all these different things. And they're all going to EcoHealth Alliance and they are for huge amounts of money. So we see 2 million, 2 million, 3 million, or I'm sorry, 4 million almost, uh, 1.3 million, all these different grants, right? All of these different grants. And by the way, just in case you wanted to know, here's a bunch of them from HHS uh, and all these different other groups. I mean, you can see, I mean, we even got DHS in on it. They want to make sure that, uh, oh, oh, let's not forget the USDA uh, because clearly, uh, but the USDA, uh, I mean, they're 100% honest and forthright here. Um, but you see all of these grants going. By the way, I want to thank Vigilant Fox. Uh, uh, Vigilant Fox is a good guy. If you're not following him on Twitter, you should be. Uh, he, he puts a lot of good information out. He had made a couple suggestions to me. So we're trying to we're going to see if we can implement them and pretend we're actually professional broadcasters here. I mean, it's uh, it should be pretty good. Anyways, when we look at this, we see all of these grants, all of these things going to EcoHealth Alliance. They indicate that the Department of Defense and our federal government was largely responsible for the creation of SARS-CoV-2. They funded EcoHealth Alliance's work. Okay, EcoHealth Alliance didn't just decide to go over there and create a gain-of-function virus. EcoHealth Alliance went over there with a lot of funding from the federal government. And they did get a lot of funding from the federal government. Now, here's the question. Why aren't we investigating the federal government's role in the creation of SARS-CoV-2? 
why aren't we investigating the role of the Department of Defense, who is really behind the creation of SARS-CoV-2? EcoHealth Alliance created the disease, for sure. They did gain-of-function work. They took a lot of federal money to do this, but they couldn't do it without approval and knowledge of our federal government, and particularly our CIA, DOD, and DIA. Now, there's a chance that the DIA was walled off on this, but it's unlikely. But the CIA, most certainly, and uh, the DOD were absolutely aware of what was going on. They facilitated the technology transfer to a CCP-controlled lab to create this disease and the vaccines, by the way. We've got some big news on that coming up. Folks, we've got huge, huge information on this, right? We've got huge information, and uh, it's a shocking thing, right? This is a shocking thing, but we're not investigating this. And this is why I get so mad at the Republicans, right? Now, Rand Paul is, by any and all accounts, a good guy. Uh, he's, you know, he's on our side of this whole thing and has been from the beginning. Uh, one of the more outspoken conservative, uh, you know, elected leaders in the Senate. And, you know, that's a great thing, right? But here's the thing. The best of our senators is doing the same sort of pandering as the rest of them. No one in the Senate is calling for the investigation of the Department of Defense, nor is anyone in the House. No one is calling for the actual origins of COVID to be investigated. This is the same thing that happens everywhere. Pick your issue. We investigate it. We have hearings. Joe Biden, how many more hearings and investigations do we need on Joe Biden? Where are the articles of impeachment? You know, it's interesting that I see uh, the Senate right now uh, kind of struggling because you've got this issue with uh, the federal government paying for the abortion for uh, soldiers. Uh, you know, we'll pay for abortions for soldiers. Uh, and so they're taking the stand saying no on that. And I'm glad they are. And they should. And we need to support that. But, you know, we can't even get the, get our Senate leaders, you know, uh, limp wiener Mick, Mitch McConnell, the ED leader of the Senate. I mean, he won't even support that. They're out there trying to hit this guy, uh, what's his name, Tuberville or whatever his name is, uh, that, that's pushing that. And, uh, you know, they won't even support him on that. These guys are sellouts, folks. You have to understand something. The Republican Party in D.C. is nothing but sellouts. And the best of our guys sell out less. We have got to do something about this. We've got to push these people and hold them accountable. Now, when I look at an issue like COVID, I mean, they won't even talk about election. January 6th, why aren't those tapes public yet? Has anybody made those public yet? You know, where, where are they? They gave them to Tucker. They gave them to a couple different people. Why aren't the entirety of those tapes made public yet? Where are the J6 tapes? You know, the guys are still in jail rotting over lies and perjury that was committed by our federal government. Where are the tapes? What about the uh, election stuff? We can't get them to talk about that. No one in D.C. will even talk about the stolen election in 2020 or 2022. Of course, it was stolen in 2022 in part by Mitch McConnell. 
Now, mind you, that stolen election, when I use that, uh, that moniker, that, that doesn't necessarily mean that any one thing stole the election. It's a combination thing. The Democrats have been very effective with their ballot harvesting and their, their stuff like that. Republicans have not. And Mitch McConnell cuts funding off to anyone who's a conservative in the Republican Party because Mitch McConnell is not a Republican. He's a Democrat in Republican clothing. It's not even a rhino. He's a dino, a dinosaur. Uh, dino Mitch Republican is, is a, I mean, he's much more of a, a Democrat than a Republican. I mean, he's not even, it's not even a name. I don't even think we can call him a Republican. Uh, so the question becomes, as I look at all of this, you know, where does this leave us? What do we do? And that's a really important question. When I have Rand Paul, of all people, calling for testimony from Fauci to be investigated, right? Testimony, let's investigate his testimony. How about investigating the murder of millions of people? I mean, if you're going to investigate, maybe at least investigate that. No, we're going to investigate perjury. Why? I don't care. Now, listen, I want I want Fauci in jail, but Fauci's largely irrelevant at this point. I mean, he belongs in jail, and I know I want you guys to hear me, right? So you know, I I don't think you're going to find anybody who's got more credibility in saying that they you know they they were working to make sure that Anthony Fauci had to leave the federal government. In fact, I'd go so far as to suggest that uh, part of the reason that he's law left the federal government is because of the some of the lawsuits we filed. He was becoming too big of a liability. That said, he's gone. He belongs in jail, but I, let's let's stop the guys who are still trying to kill us, right? let's let's stop that first because COVID's not over. They're working on the next pandemic or series of pandemics. This whole thing is corrupt. And the idea that we're somehow uh, going to have a hearing on Fauci perjuring himself a year or two ago, and that's going to make any difference to anyone, is irrelevant. This is pandering to people who are only half aware of what's going on. The COVID pandemic was the basis. It was a starting point. It was the basis for the Great Reset. It was basis for election fraud. It was a basis for a lot of things. What it was not was a singular event. It's not something we can look back on and say, oh, there's some mistakes made and, you know, we got to make some people accountable and let's call Fauci out and, you know, he's a bad guy. You know, it's very politically convenient to go after Fauci right now, right? But it's meaningless. It's meaningless. Keep your eye on the ball, folks. we got to keep our eye on the ball. And, you know, for my friends in Kentucky, and I've got a lot of them, I love, I actually really like Kentucky. Kentucky's a great state, by the way, folks. If you haven't been there, you should. It's it's a very pretty state with lots of neat things and a lot of good people. But uh, for those of you in Kentucky, you need to ask Rand Paul. When's he gonna When's he gonna ask for an investigation into the DoD funding of EcoHealth and SARS-CoV-2? When's he gonna investigate? When's he gonna ask me to come and testify about anything related to COVID? Because I can tell him where the bodies are right? I've done the work. I know where this whole thing sits. See, but they won't do that. They won't do that because Senator Rand Paul, for all the good that he does, 
is in the same state as ED leader Mitch McConnell, the the limp weenie leader of the of the Senate. I mean, this guy is the worst thing on the planet. I don't think you can be. I would vote for AOC before I'd vote for Mitch McConnell, and you can quote me on that one, because at least I know I'm getting a commie lunatic with AOC. I'm just getting a liar with Mitch McConnell, and AOC is too stupid to do any damage. No one will work with her. Mitch McConnell is a is a shady guy. He's working behind the scenes to stab everybody in the back. This guy is a dirty, rotten guy that needs to be out, out of leadership everywhere. So it's not a huge surprise to me that, that Rand Paul's kind of tied on this. But you know what? Some at some point you got to man up and do what's right by your constituents and by your people. And calling for an investigation of the perjury of Anthony Fauci is nothing but pandering at this point and a complete waste of time. You, I want to hear you calling for an investigation of the DOD funding and the creation of SARS-CoV-2 and the vaccines. At that point, I'll high-five you. Till then, I need your support at TomRens.com, folks. I need you to share the Tom Renz Show. Uh, we'll be right back. For 25 years, Global Healing has proudly produced the highest quality supplements and cleansing programs that are rooted in nature and backed by science. Get 15% off all of our products using code OUTLOUD. Global Healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. The pandemic may be over for some, but millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-term effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. Fortunately, Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at the Wellness Company designed their spike support formula with the miracle enzyme natokinase, scientifically studied to dissolve spike protein so you can feel your very best. Go to OutloudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Trouble concentrating or recalling information is frustrating, embarrassing, and kills productivity. Nutrition company Healthy Cell created Focus and Recall to boost your brain power. And unlike other supplements that don't work, Focus and Recall is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients to help you immediately sharpen focus and strengthen recall. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order, risk-free. Love it or your money back, guaranteed. HealthyCell.com, code out loud. Folks, welcome back. Uh, you know, I, I pride myself on having the opportunity to provide valuable education here. And so today, for this segment, I wanted to, to educate us. Now, this is really important because Inclusivity and sensitivity training are really critical things. We all need that, right? We need to be more sensitive and include our, we need DEI training, right? Uh, because I know that I want to be inclusive. So I was looking around and I was, uh, you know, I found this, this wonderful, wonderful document. And I think it's very important. I mean, we need this, this thing. Uh, and, you know, I found out that this document is so spectacular that they're using it to educate your children that you're paying, you know, $100,000 a year to go to college. Uh, so for any of you who have kids going to Ball State University, that's Ball State University, right? Um, there is, you should know that Ball State University 
is training your children. It's providing true education and teaching them to be good, amazing people. Okay, so let me show you how good, right? Because this is really important. Here we have, here we have the trans safe tra zone training. Uh, safe zone training. Oh, yeah. So I'm sorry, it's safe zone. It's it's all one thing. It's not trans safe zone training. It's it's trans safe zone training. And we need tra safe zones, right? I mean, who doesn't need a safe zone? When you get to college, I mean, you know, you are very, very susceptible to feeling unsafe if someone might judge you. And so we have our trans safe zone training. And I'm going to keep this up next to me throughout most of us because we're going to go through trans safe zone training because I want you to understand what it is that your children are learning about, right? So you're paying $100,000 a year or so. Uh, to go to Ball State University, I'm guessing, you know, when, is, when you get done with all the expenses and everything else, I mean, it's a lot of money. So uh, this was developed by uh, the, the Ball State University Counseling Center. And we start out with a trans-intersex ally quiz. Now, because we need allies, right? If you're a trans, you need allies. Why? I don't know. But apparently you do. Uh, you need allies so that you can, you can, I don't know, ally to support Antifa? I don't know, whatever it is that you're doing. Um, let's make this so that everybody can see it. So uh, you, you answer the following questions to the best of your ability. See, these are directions, and I love that uh, because the thing about it is, is it's to the best of your ability. So they're starting out right now by letting you know there's no wrong answer except for the wrong answer. Uh, you just answer to the best of your ability, right? And the only way that you've got the wrong answer is if you're conservative. Or if you say that there's something wrong with trans, then obviously you're evil. But other than that, there's no wrong answer. And uh, you see, you can use the answer key. And if you're unclear, just, just mark it for later discussion so you can learn from it, right? Now, this is really critical thing. Like if I'm teaching a kid, how to be an engineer or a scientist or a doctor or something like I need to know, have they taken their trans ally training? Their intersex inclusivity. Because when I go to my doctor, right? And doctor, doctor, I'm dying. I have, you know, stage four cancer, this, that, and other. Uh, the, the, the natural follow-up question is, um, but before you treat me, doctor, can you tell me, have you, have you completed your trans uh, ally training? Are you aware, are you, are you involved with diversity, equity, inclusion? Uh, because if you're not, I don't care. I'll, you know, I'll just deal with this cancer thing, go somewhere else. Right? That's what we do. Um, and you need to know, you know, hey, doc, how, how, what would your answer be to the following question? When you're uncertain of an individual's gender identity, how do you know which pronoun to use? Okay, and, and the, the options are A, decide based on a person's gender presentation. Maybe, these, I, are they talking about PowerPoint? Maybe they're carrying around a PowerPoint presentation. Uh, uh, B, decide based on a person's perceived or known biological sex. And this is why I say, is there a difference between presentation and biological sex? I mean, I guess I don't know. 
Uh, C, ask the person uh, what pronouns they use. Or D, ask the person's friend what pronouns they use. Now, my, my approach would be to simply say, well, you look like you've got a wiener, so you're a boy. Or you look like you don't have a wiener, so you're not a boy. You're a girl. That would be my approach. I don't know. I, I don't know whether that's A or B because I don't know what the difference is between a gender presentation and a uh, bi uh, perceived biological sex. I have no idea what that means. Um, question two. Which of the following describes a typical process for a transgender person to come out to themselves? A, they realize at a young age they are transgender. B, they realize at puberty they are transgender. C, they realize they are transgender as an adult. Or D, there is no one typical coming out process for a transgender person. How about E? Who the hell cares? Can I answer E? I'm going to go with E. Okay. Now, we're not going to go through all of these questions. There's, as you can see, a bunch of them. Uh, we have... Uh, the answer to the first question I read, which is, are you, uh, if you're uncertain of their, their uh, gender identity, how do you know which pronoun? And uh, the answer to that is C, ask the person. So I was wrong because I thought it was if they look like they have a weenie, you assume they're a boy. And if they look like they don't, you assume that they're not a boy. They're a girl. I was wrong about that. Let's see about part two, question two, um, which the, the uh, typical coming out process or uh, uh, for, for a transgender person. I said, E, who the hell cares? Uh, the answer was uh, uh, D, there is no typical process. Okay, so I apparently need this transgender training, right? We need this. So let's scroll down here. You know, let's, uh, uh, and by the way, uh, there's a disclaimer. Keep in mind that some of these questions and the respective answers may be debated within the transgender intersex communities. Uh, in no way do we mean to enforce that our answers are the only correct answers. There are no correct answers, right? One thing about DEI is there's no correct answer. The only thing you know is that my answers are wrong, but there's no correct answer, right? Uh, the, the, these questions are to start a dialogue and raise awareness about transgender and intersex issues. Um, uh, okay. Here it is, folks. The trans, the gender unicorn. I don't know what the hell this nightmare is, but uh, there is a picture here, for those of you on the radio, of a purple unicorn and you know that when you do a cartoon, they got the little bubbles that come out of their head with a cloud, and they usually have the words in them. You know, like uh, uh, when the coyote f and the roadrunner were chasing each other, and the coyote fell off the cliff, he would hold up a little, he'd have a little bubble come up that says "Oh no," or he'd hold up a little sign. Well, th th this this gender unicorn is a purple nightmare, um, and it has a little bubble coming out with a rainbow in it. And it's got a, uh, a two hearts, a red one and an orange one, which probably means something that I don't know. And it's got a little uh, DNA strand down where it's uh, uh, Mitch McConnell E.D. Weenie would be. Um, and the whole, this, uh, this, this gender unicorn is a purple nightmare for you folks. 
Uh, it, it's horrific. It, it even has a purple horn. And uh, I don't know. It just makes me want to throw up a little bit. But uh, as we see from the gender unicorn, when we look at gender identity, uh, it breaks into three categories. And I want you to learn this. Uh, female, woman, girl, male, man, boy, and then other genders. Now, this is confusing to me because now there's gender expression, which is apparently different from gender identity. Gender expression is feminine, masculine, or other. What other is there, folks? What the hell is the other? Um, all right, then you have sex assigned at birth. Female, male, or other? I'm pretty sure that when both my boys came out, I knew what they were. I looked. Yeah, that's a boy. If it, yeah, nope, that might have been a girl. And then you've got physically attracted to. Women, men, or other. What the hell else is the other? What what is there? What cows? I mean, yeah, what what, what the hell else is what are we talking about here? And then we've got emotionally attracted to, which is apparently different than physically attracted to, which we have women, men, and other again. What the hell is the other? I don't know. So the gender unicorn is teaching us. But you see, this is why we're doing this, folks. We're going through this uh, because I want you to understand. See, we're, we're demystifying the depravity. Now you know why Disney likes us, because there's cute little cartoons about gender unicorns. Right? What we're doing is we're demystifying this so that we can all learn. Here are pronouns run 101. Okay. Uh, this is really interesting. Uh, we have feminine, she, her, her. I don't know why her is listed twice. Apparently her, even though both are spelled H-E-R, uh, can be two things. I don't know. Uh, she went to the store. I spoke to her. It was her apple. Okay, now we have masculine. He, him, his. No repeat for masculine. We got general neutral. They, them, their. Uh, those are all plural, by the way. Have you known that? Do you know that? Those are those are plural pronouns. Uh, they, them, and their indicate more than one. And I think that's almost appropriate. You know, you hear, uh, they went to the store. Well, that means more than one went to the store. I spoke to them. That means I spoke to more than one. It was their apple. That means that there was shared ownership between multiple individuals, right? That makes total sense. Now, here's the thing, though. Um, they want this to be uh, singular. So I think this is kind of appropriate. Let's talk about this. Product. This is appropriate because uh, if you have gender identity dysphoria, apparently it's kind of this. Maybe, maybe we're supposed to assume that this is like a multiple personality disorder, another related mental illness, right? You got a, a an extra person in there. You're you're a boy, but you got a girl in there. I, folks, I just had a breakthrough. I just had a breakthrough. I'm very excited, folks. I want you to hear. Oh, hold on, we're going full screen on this, folks. I want you to hear me. This Ball State diversity training has given me a breakthrough. I now understand. They them there. They're all plurals, but they're all referring to singular individuals with regards to this gender garbage, right? 
this is like the Incredible Hulk. I just realized this. All trans people are apparently like the Incredible Hulk. Sometimes the tranny comes out, sometimes it doesn't. So sometimes you're Mark Ruffalo, and you're just some nerdy little scientist guy that everybody finds funny and you know interesting. And then sometimes the big angry Hulk comes out, but instead of the big angry Hulk, it's an overwhelming desire for a big hairy dude to wear a dress. I get it. I just figured it out. Very excited, folks. See, this is why we do this. Breakthroughs. Breakthroughs, right? The pronouns 101 topic. Okay, so we go through. Um, we've got core vocabulary. This is important. I'm going to see it. I wonder if Hulk is in here. Is, is the Incredible Hulk listed? Um, oh, here, gender identity across cultures. Well, that's important. Um, bakla? That's a that's an interesting thing. We got some. Wow, we got all sorts of stuff. Gender expression. What's gender expression? An external display of one's gender through a combination of dress, demeanor, social behavior, and other factors gen generally made sense of on scales of masculinity or femininity. Well, they're admitting it doesn't make sense. Well, that's good. Um, yeah, that's what we do as lawyers, right, folks? We uh, we issue spot. So when we look at stuff like this, we uh, we look at these issues and say, well, what the hell's going on here? Yeah, so gender uh, presentation, uh, it means it's, it's made sense of on scales of masculinity because it doesn't make sense, right? Oh, 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 I thought this one was, uh, I thought this was inappropriate, but apparently not. Butch, a person who identifies themselves as masculine, whether it be physically, mentally, or emotionally, Butch is sometimes referred to as a derogatory term for lesbians, but can also be claimed as an affirmative identity label. Well, I'm going to leave that one alone, folks, because I got all sorts of derogatory things to say that probably uh, stud. Well, you know, that's my nickname. No, I, <laughs> stud. What's stud, folks? Commonly used to indicate black, African-American, and or Latina, masculine, lesbian, queer women. Also known as butch or regret. That seems very racist. Ball State's racist. Uh, this is racist. Why does it? Why is stud only for black and Latina? And how the hell is stud? I mean, stud is an old word, right? And it, you know, was actually referred to as animals at one point. But you, you know, stud out your horse or whatever. But uh, Black and Latinas only, but now it's no longer, uh, you know, dudes. It's masculine, lesbian, queer women. How the hell does that happen? So next time someone calls me a stud, I'm going to punch him in the face. Maybe? I don't know. Uh, femme. Someone who identifies as feminine. Oh, that's good. Anyways, folks. Uh, you can go through the rest of this. We're gonna we're gonna make sure we post a link to this. We should probably uh, save a couple copies and put it on the website under uh, you know uh, resources so that people can can learn about all this uh, trans stuff uh, because we need to know this, right? I mean, this is critical information, folks. The world's going to hell in a handbasket. This is what we're doing. 
this is what you're paying hundred thousand dollars a year for your kid to go to college and learn about. You want to know why our, our 25 to 34 year olds are all idiots because they just got out of college and this is what they did. You want to know why Disney is full of perverts and lunatics because Disney's people are all college educated and just got done with college learning about this garbage. This DEI, this nonsense, this is the dumbest stuff. I, I remember, and this is just on trans, a mental disorder, right? Gender dysphoria disorder. It's a mental illness. That's what this is about. It's everywhere. This is us telling you uh, when we pee on your leg that it's raining, folks. This is all it is. It's absurdity. We need to stop entertaining it. And uh, I won't. So support us at TomRens.com. Share the Tom Renz Show everywhere. We'll be right back. Well, the out loud truth was the rallying call that started it all. A wide spectrum of programming from world and political news to societal, your health, and cultural stories. Seven amazing years of news stories, informative podcasts, and great talk radio. America Out Loud Talk Radio. The liberty and justice for all. Whether you're an independent, a Democrat, or a Republican, one thing remains true. Airborne viruses love us equally. You've all heard Malcolm and the great Dr. Peter McCullough talk about the advanced nasal solution, Cofix RX. Cofix is made in the USA and recommended by thousands of doctors and pharmacists nationwide. Spray goodbye to colds and flus with a Cofix RX nasal solution cleanse. That's cofixrx.com. Save 20% by using promo code out loud at cofixrx.com. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company launched the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. The Wellness Company's chief medical board designed every supplement and medical protocol with your health in mind. From groundbreaking supplements like the Spike Support Formula to unique care like freedom from Big Pharma. Join a healthcare system that puts your health and well-being above the interest of Big Pharma's bottom line. It's the way healthcare should be, with a company that shares your values. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. Everybody, welcome back and welcome to our uber, uber famous and awesome world famous Stack O' Stuff segment. Uh, the best media you can get, right? Okay, maybe not, but uh, I, I like it. I have fun with this. I like the Stack of Stuff. Headline, The Daily Caller. Almost always means an arrest. Trump says third indictment looming over January 6th. Okay, so more corruption, right? Jack Smith. Uh, you know, and, and Merrick Garland and everybody, that, just the most corrupt people on the planet. Uh, they're going to, you know, do another 
they're following their political handbook, right? They're going to keep indicting Trump and try and arrest him, try and take him out, make sure he cannot run for president because they're very worried that they can't beat him, right? So uh, this is only going to continue to raise his polls and help him raise more money. I mean, you know, Trump's a, Trump's a machine and uh, they're doing great stuff on this. Here's the problem, right? This is the issue. And the thing that really upsets me about this, this whole thing could be beaten. It could, it could be stopped. Where are the rhinos? I thought we were supposed to release the January 6th tapes to the public. Why, why don't I have them? I want to see how many uh, FBI informants were there. I want to know, was the riot started by the, the Capitol Police and the FBI? Did they start it intentionally? It looks like it. Yeah, that would call, that would be a big, big deal. You can't entrap people, right? This looks like entrapment on a lot of levels. I mean, there's all sorts of things here. But they're going to try and get Trump over something that they started. They're going to try and indict Trump over January 6th when they started it, when the deep state started it. That's unbelievable, folks. Where are our rhinos? Where is the Republican Party? Why are they not backing the front runner for the Republican nomination for president? What's going on here, folks? It's almost like ED leader McConnell and his merry band of rhino weenies are too cowardly to stand up for this guy because it's almost like they're trying to undermine him. I wonder who owns them. This doesn't have to happen. You know, if I, if I brought charges, if I brought cases like they have on January 6th, uh, I'd be sanctioned, I'd lose my life, I'd have all sorts of trouble. Unless I was in D.C. and I was bringing January 6th charges because the whole that whole thing is just a corrupt cesspool of mess. But this whole thing, this is ridiculous, folks. This is absolutely ridiculous. Let's, uh, let's have someone get these J6 tapes, let's put this together in a credible and sensible way, and let's get this off of Trump's back, right? Let's put this together, let's actually deal with this the right way, and, uh, you know, let's get it handled. Real simple. Uh, this is just ridiculous, folks. It is ridiculous on every level. And the only thing more ridiculous than, than what's happening with this is the fact that our rhinos aren't doing anything about it, despite the fact that they very clearly can. All right. Uh, let's go to the next headline. Oh, I like this one. Epoch Times. Big makeup brand faces boycott calls for using bearded man in lipstick ad. <laughs> okay, so Maybelline, right? Uh, maybe it's Maybelline. Uh, uh, maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's Maybelline, their tagline. And someone in here says, maybe it's a mental illness. Maybe it's Maybelline. So Maybelline decides to do what Bud Light and everybody else did because it worked really well for Target and Bud Light. And they put some dude with a beard as their uh, lipstick uh, person. Uh, reading from the story, quote, Sporting a bald head, bushy beard, and long fingernails, Mr. Mister Vita applies bright pink lipstick before pouting, blowing kisses, and talking up the product's attributes. Uh, the ad, which identifies Mr. Vita as a Maybelline partner, sparked a series of almost universally critical comments on Instagram, with one user writing that this is unacceptable and very disturbing, and another saying the ad should come with a warning. Uh, 
there's all sorts of good clips here, this, that, and other. Um, folks, this is a dumb, this is just, I mean, why would you do this? Why would you do this? I mean, you see Bud Light's plummeting. You, you know, as a corporate leader, what this is going to do to you. This is a, this should, there should be a lawsuit for a breach of fiduciary duty every single time a company does this. Uh, right now, Maybelline's CEO and board and whoever approved this should be sued for breach of fiduciary duty. The duty and job of a, of an, a corporation, especially a publicly traded corporation, is to make money for your shareholders. It's not to do DEI. It's not this 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 crap ESG is all garbage. It is illegal for you to lose a whole bunch of money when you know it's going to happen uh, in this sort of a situation. In my opinion, where are the lawsuits? This is ridiculous. Of course, you're going to have a hard time finding attorneys that will take the lawsuits because all the big uh, law firms are busy in the go woke go broke uh, support group. So I don't know. I, this is it's just dumb, dumb. Okay, post millennial Savannah Hernandez reports: trans cyclist blames right wing cabal after men banned from competing in women's sports. Um, and then there's a picture of I don't know what the hell this creature is. I do not. As someone, I urge you to go to the post millennial and look at this article so you can see the picture picture of. I just don't know what it is. I really don't know uh, what that thing is, but it's an interesting picture. Uh, Austin Killips, the transgender athlete who recently took first in two female cycling competitions. Shocker, some dudes you know, cycling in a girls' competition winning. Uh, is calling a recent policy updating uh, update banning transgender athletes from competing in women's cycling competitions a denial of equal opportunity. He states that the right-wing cabal is to blame for this decision. Uh, so the International Cycling Union uh, announced that they're updating their policy. Transgender athletes uh, can compete against transgender athletes. Uh, that's pretty much what they're doing, right? Uh, I mean, uh, quote, uh, female transgender athletes who have transitioned after male puberty will be prohibited from participating in women's events. Well, geez, no kidding. I mean, this is, this is a shock. I, I got an idea. You know what? I'm going to wear a dress and join a bunch of women's sports. It'll be close. I mean, even as an old man. It's not close. It's really not close. Uh, this is this is ridiculous. You know this creature that's mad because he can't uh, can't pretend to be a girl and and beat all the girls. This is just I don't know, folks. Like I said, this this creature here. Oh, you know what I'm going to do? I'm I'm just going to show you all. You you need to see this. This is really. Uh, this is really something. Here, here, look at. Let's share this. Here's the picture. Look at that creature, right here, right here. Uh, for those of you on the radio, I'm sorry. Well, I'd like to say I'm sorry that you can't see it, but trust me, you're lucky. You're lucky. 
uh, it's it's sad and embarrassing and just really awful. All right. <laughs> oh boy, here we go, folks. Here we go. I forgot this was in my stack. Uh, are you ready? This is in the post millennial. Headline, breaking, Malik Obama tweets and deletes claim that Brother Barack is definitely gay. (laughs) Okay, so the the Barack Obama Big Mike rumors and that all nonsense, uh, and I got no idea, you know, I mean. But apparently uh, Malik Obama, the well-known half-brother of Barack Obama, called eyeballs on Monday on social media with a reaction he gave to a posted letter in which the former president praised librarians and complained of the banning of certain types of books, including ones that push LGBTQ plus propaganda. Uh, this is, uh, so, so, yeah, Brock loves all these things, uh, about, you know, these pervert books and all the sick stuff and, and so on and so forth. And, uh, it's yeah, it's something. So uh, Malik Obama, Brock's brother, and uh, he said says uh, uh, that. Uh, well, here's let me just read this. Malik reacted to Brock's letter on Twitter, simply commenting in a now deleted post: "This man is definitely gay." <laughs> yeah, Obama. He reads Obama's letter. He looks at it and says. Yep, this guy's gay. <laughs> uh, so uh, this is uh, this is hilarious. Uh, yeah, Malik has said, you know, Barack Obama got rich and became a snob. It's too good for his Kenyan village and his roots. Uh, he wants people to worship him. Um, I mean, yeah, this guy, Malik is just, you know, he he doesn't seem to be really enamored. Uh, he endorsed President Trump. I mean, uh, it's just, uh, but this is the, this is the very best of the day. Uh, breaking Malik Obama tweets, then deletes claim that his brother is definitely gay. Quote, this guy is definitely gay. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, man. All right. Headline photos revealed Disney's woke plans for Snow White and the seven not really dwarves. Have you guys seen this, folks? I mean, let's talk about the insult to dwarves. Okay. I'm going to try to be very, very careful. Uh, I, I can just see my producer shaking her head at me right now because this is just asking for me to step in it, but I'm going to do it anyways. Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, right? Snow White was, according to the story, called Snow White because her skin was so snowy white that it was like snow, right? The Seven Dwarfs were called the Seven Dwarfs because they were seven people who were dwarfs, right? So we have Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Um, okay, Disney's remaking this show. Uh, and this is, uh, well, it's Disney, right? So no need to have Seven Dwarfs or uh, Snow White be Snow White. And listen, 
I don't actually care one bit about your ethnicity in anything in the universe. It's called Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, folks. So they have a Latino playing uh, uh, Snow White. So it's not Snow White. It's Snow Latino. And you've got seven dwarfs that aren't dwarfs. And uh, I mean, if you look at this collection of derelicts, that make up the seven dwarfs. I mean, it's like a sideshow circus. I mean, and I think there's only one of them that's actually a dwarf. Isn't that like really discriminatory towards little people? I mean, I don't, by the way, I don't know what you, what, what's the politically correct name for, for a dwarf? Is it change? Is dwarfism no longer called dwarfism? I don't actually know. Um, what I do know is that Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs is the name of the show. Right. And uh, I don't know why you wouldn't cast people who are small dwarfs to play dwarfs. I mean, I hear all this stuff in the media about, you know, oh, you're casting a white person to play a back man. You can't do that. Okay. I, that's fine. I agree with you. If the role is, you know, casted for a specific race, you, you cast that role. Right. I mean, Let's do a Martin Luther King biopic and, and cast, I don't know, uh, some some white dude. That, that's stupid. You don't do that. You don't do that, right? You, you just you cast someone you want. But this makes no sense. No sense whatsoever. But it's Disney. So, I mean, it'll fail. And it should. And that's great. And uh, I look forward to them losing more money. Okay. Um, let's see here. Uh, ASU mega donor yanks 400k a year donation after professor fired for withholding for holding event with uh, conservative speakers. So this professor holds an event and he's got uh, uh, I don't know Charlie Kirk or Dennis Prager I don't know some, someone I don't know but uh, anyways held this event and so the uh, the professor that that did this. Uh, well, he got fired because they don't want diversity. ASU, Arizona State University, does not want diversity. The only diversity they want is diversity that supports one idea, which isn't diversity. There is no diversity allowed in these universities, folks. Diversity would mean that you embrace all ideas and evaluate them fairly and independently. This school, and just like any other school, does not want it. So they lost a 400K a year donor, and that's nowhere near enough. Arizona State needs to be boycotted uh, because, you know, if that's what they're going to do, go woke, go broke. That's what we need. Uh, we're not doing it enough. It needs to happen more. We need to really ramp up these things, but uh, it is what it is. All right, let's see. Uh, headlines, why Republicans are refusing calls to disinvite RFK Jr. from testifying before House panel. Uh, this one's real quick and real easy, folks. Uh, the reason that they're refusing calls to disinvite RFK is because RFK is a Democrat, and he's going to go and he's going to speak about censorship, and they don't want him to talk about vaccines. The Republicans do not want him. I am sure they told him, you do don't speak about vaccines, because the Republicans are all sold out on vaccines. 
But if he comes there and says something that the Republicans don't like, they view it as a win because they're going to say, well, he's a Democrat. Of course, they're not going to disinvite him. They want the Democrat who sounds more like a Republican to come and speak so that then uh, they can try and it's a win-win for them. This is a political trap for Kennedy. He knows that. Kennedy's a smart guy. He knows what's going on here. But this is absolutely uh, something. They're not going to disinvite him. They want to try and make the Democrats look bad. Drive a wedge between the Democrats and Big Pharma, maybe. Uh, anyways, all right. Um, Texas, tops list of worst places to live and work in America, study says. Do you know why? Even though they're, they're booming and Texas is doing great on a lot of fronts, uh, they landed dead last on one area, right? They, this is, by the way, top states for business study. Top, the, the life, health, and inclusion. They, they're dead last on life, health, and inclusion because they just they don't like uh, the, this perversion and sick garbage that occurs. The Texans don't like that. God bless Texas. I view you as number one because of this. Go, Texas. Folks, support TomRens.com. Support the America Out Loud Network. Share the Tom Renz Show. Follow us at TomRens.com. We'll be back soon.